Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable with me, Sean Phelan. This week, I'm once again joined by Matt Mason-Hames of Mindset Sport as we talk all things mental health, his community kitbag scheme and the return of to rugby. But first, Rugby Store are offering you, the fine listeners of the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable, 10% off all your orders. Get everything you need for the return to rugby when you visit rugbystore.co.uk. Claim your discount. Use the code FYBPOD at the checkout. Visit rugbystore.co.uk and once again that promo code is FYBPOD. And we thank them for supporting our show. Now, let's get to my chat with Matt Mason-Hames from Mindset Sport. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of the Philly Roots Rugby Roundtable. And I'm pleased to be joined once again uh, by Matt Mason-Hames from Mindset Sport. Uh, who joined us back in December, um, and he's here now to to sort of let's have a catch up. How are you, Matt? I'm actually not too bad at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good. The sun's shining. Lots of good news. Lots of positive things happened this weekend. Yeah, I'm sure we'll go over it. But mindset sport has gone nuts. I think is the <laughs> only way to describe what's happened. Um, so I'm really chuffed about that. But yeah, no, yeah, I'm happy to be out of lockdown. Uh, as much as we can be, you know, be able to get out and see people, see family and friends. That's been really nice. Even for me, who is quite a a person who likes his solitude over a yeah. year of it has been, has been tough. So, so I'm really uh, tough we can get so out. We, 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 we spoke in December. So how, how has life been since, since December? The third lockdown has actually been really tough on me. I actually hit, um a brick wall of depression and anxiety um my wife's really ill again she's recovering it better you know this time around it's 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 fibromyalgia and um chronic fatigue so you know she's been almost incapacitated with that and so i've been doing a day job running mindset sport running mindset you know all that sort of stuff and it it just it just took its toll on me and I ended up in a really, really dark place. I was you know, having suicidal thoughts. Thankfully, you know, I'd spotted them and people, other people had spotted them and I, I, I know what they look like. Um, and I think I, you, know, I put something out saying, you know, I'm lucky in the fact that I know what they look like and I know what they're telling me. And, and those thoughts are telling me that I've missed all my self-care, you know, all of my ability to to look after myself had gone you wasn't playing rugby because obviously we weren't you didn't have any of my outlets so i hit a really dark place and i'm currently um, you know in counseling <laughs> can you hear sorry sorry <laughs> yeah. we're talking sorry. about really deep subjects and then uh my one-year-old decides to come pipe out that's all right it, it normalizes <laughs> the conversation it's fine I'm happy with normalising conversations like this. You know, if we were talking about talking about a dodgy knee or a dodgy hip or a broken arm, it wouldn't be. A, it's not really that bad, is it? So I'm fine with it. It's just, yeah, yeah. And so I hit a really bad. I hit a really dull, a really bad spot. So I'm currently, you know, I'm back seeing a counsellor exploring what that was and why that happened. And you know, as you can see, it's that 
that experience is working. Uh, but it just reminded me really that, you know, I've been living with this for 20 odd, 25 years now, and it can creep up on me at any time. And I think, you know, everybody's probably experienced some sort of low mood or some sort of real bad episode over this, um, this series of lockdowns, because it's been really tough on people. Do you, th do you think this time around, you know, we're into a year of this now, and this is lockdown three, do you think this is hitting people harder now? Or it was maybe back in December, January time. Mm. Yeah, I, I think the first I, I lockdown. Think, Go on. I was going to say, I think, I think, I think, you know, from definitely from my experience, and the last couple of months have been incredibly tough. Now that now that things are opening up, and yeah, as you said, being able to see friends and sort of socialise and interact with people other than the people that you've got in your own four walls, that it's. Um, yeah, it's been difficult. Do you think it's been more difficult this time round than it has been, sort of, say, this time last year or the summer last year yeah. for people? I, I, I think so. My personal experience is is exactly that. Where you know, I was lucky enough to be in a, working for a company that allowed me to go on furlough and did actually did really well. Um, you know, that is my main day job during that. Um, so I was put on furlough um and i i so i kept my job my wife was put on furlough she kept her job and and the weather was gorgeous it was sunny we did gardening yeah the first lockdown was like a a, a, a longer holiday, holiday for us yeah, yeah yeah and and we're and we're really lucky because we've got a garden we've got so we've got space around us where we live you know there's there's green spaces around us you know i had had I been in a one bedroom, two bedroom flat in a tower block in a city somewhere, that would have been a very different experience for me. Yeah. Um, so I think that, you know, I was very lucky. Um, however, coming to the third lockdown where the weather's not wasn't great, I was winter working. Time. Winter, was, you get the winter blues anyway. Yeah. All of that kicked in. And you know, you couldn't go outside because it was cold and you've done all the local dog walks you can possibly do to the point that the dogs are sick of coming out anymore because they're like, <laughs> I don't want to walk anymore. It's cold. It's wet. Just leave me indoors. And yeah, it, yeah. I, for me personally, and I think a lot of people have experienced it and, and the stats that are coming through kind of show that the calls into helplines and all those sorts of things have shot up. But yeah, the, the really great news is that the early statistics around death by suicide um, have remained about the same right, as okay. last year. You know, they're only early stats at the moment. The official figures aren't out, but that's that's really good because that means that people yeah, yeah. are talking and opening up and having those conversations, and people are going to seek help rather than sort of waiting until they are you know, at the at the real point of crisis. So that's brilliant. Which means that all the work that people are doing out there, you with know, the likes of Give a Ruck, blokes, all that lot, um, tough enough to care, and then the bigger charities. The message is getting out there. Loose heads are one of those guys. Yeah, the message is getting out there that we can talk and we can open up and, and we can have these conversations. And that so I've taken some real positives out of out of that that set of figures. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that is that the normalization of the conversation? Has the last twelve months actually actually helped that? Because there are more people are giving more opportunities or they're actually finding other opportunities with the likes of yourself and bloats and uh, give a rough and loose heads as well as so many other people it's now the conversation around mental health actually it is pretty normal now 
it, there's still a lot yeah. of work to be done, but it's 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 the last 12 months has actually probably helped because it's focused people on getting talking, whether it's via Zoom or via systems like this or via systems that you've got or you know, the bloats forums and stuff like that. It actually, there are people have got time and they've got the inclination to actually go and have those conversations. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think it's, become more prominent because there's been a lot of tv around obviously not so long ago there was a freddie flintoff eating disorder yeah, yeah. film there was a roman kemp one and i think stacy dooley did one last yeah. week which i haven't seen yet which i've heard is brilliant but yeah so all of that is being but it's all being backed up all the conversations we're having and all the hard graft that the charities and and, and organizations like mine are putting in is finally coming to fruition you two years ago i had a i had a chat with um a, a line manager of, of a company and they were saying that in my lifetime mental health won't be talked about two years later you know it's yeah, the big, yeah. it's a big topic it, you know everybody has been affected by this pandemic and i you know it's brought almost brought it forward mm. a good couple of years but it's brought everything forward a couple of years this whole home working the whole flexible working all of that it's brought forward a couple of years really for, so from my point of view it's been you know, i think it's great i think the fact that we can talk and we will talk now and there are so many people talking you know you can't you know, I, this li little network that's out there now what well, little network is huge you know yeah. all the people that are involved and trying to get this message out it's, it's, it's amazing you two or three years ago i was looking and there weren't many people around or if we were we were sort of shoved in the background but now it's just out there and honest and open and it's 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 amazing and everybody wants to be involved and that's great yeah absolutely that 12 12 months or maybe even two three years ago it, it was still a very much taboo subject mm. then then i guess especially in the rugby uh, sphere, someone like Looseheads comes along and says, look, we're going to do this. Uh, almost in the same way that Oddballs did as well. Yeah, we're going to sell yeah. hats, but actually what we're going to do, all the money is going to go into testicular cancer. And then and then other things like that popped up, like noggins and all, uh, and all that. So yeah. when you know, loose, Looseheads start and say, oh, we're going to sell a T-shirt and we're going to put rugby around it, but then what actually we're going to do is, this is going to be our message. It then encourages it encouraged people to get involved, which then led to other, you know, a rolling effect of, of other people getting involved. So what? Uh, so yeah. for for mindset, what what has been uh, the last couple of months like? Because uh, um, I see that you're ramping up or, on sort of in all avenues. Oh, so just just I've tell us a little bit about tell us a little bit about what what mindset sport is uh, and. Um, sort of the first couple of months of, of, of being around, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Um, so Mindset Sport was set up originally um, to clear the, the, the noise around um, mental health and, and, and bring it into grassroots sports clubs because, you I'm a mental health first aid instructor. I've done all those training and obviously I've got lived. What, what does that mean? What does that mean, a mental health first aid instructor? Just just tell us what that means. Yeah, all right. So I am qualified, I am authorised by MHFA England, which is a CIC um, that was a um, that was set up as part of the Department of Health. So it was set up in a long time ago in Australia to bring health, uh, to bring mental health resources to smaller villages in Australia. 
Um, but this isn't an advert for MHFA, but I'm just giving some yeah. background. Um, so I became a mental health first aider about five years ago, where, um, which means that you know, I'm taught to listen, I'm taught to understand, and I'm taught to spot early signs of um, declining mental health and ill mental health. Um, I'm not there to fix. I don't fix problems. That's not what I do. You know, I'm not a counsellor. I leave that to professionals. I want to try and catch people on the way down and get them to the right support that they need. Um, I, I fell in love with the whole process. So I then trained up to become an instructor. Um, and so now I'm authorised by MHFA England to teach people on the two day and a one day course. Um, and also with you, I'm able to deliver stuff on behalf of Minds Well at Work program from the uh, Hammersmith and Fulham office. So you know, that's where I've got in. So that's what it is. I, I teach people how to spot signs how to listen, how to understand, and how to have conversations with people to bring up and, and reduce stigma, basically. Yeah. That's that's what I do. And 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 that's led into some great conversations around DNI um and all sorts of things as well. So yeah, they're, they're great skills and they're great leadership skills. Um so that's that's what a mental health first aider is. It's it's somebody who is able to assist you as you would a physical first aider, assist you in getting the help that you need. You know, a physical first aider isn't there to you know, perform surgery and fix your broken bones, but they're there to make you comfortable and look after you until the medical professionals get in. And it's the same with a mental health first aider. That's what they're there to do. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's great to great to know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, before I interrupted you, what, what's been the last couple of months like? Um... I say obviously I've I've not been feeling great in period to that, but well when I think we had a chat back in December I think I emailed you and said you know, would you like to be in in my um in my newsletter for the eight people that we had in December um, and one of those was you and one of those was me <laughs> was <signed up. laughs> um, so yeah it's gone it's gone it's gone absolutely incredibly so we've now got 15 teams that have actually signed up that we directly support um who have signed up given us the logo and all that and umpteen many more who have signed up that haven't chucked a logo at us that we can use on our website um we're just helping out hampshire rfu currently um with introducing a, a mental health well-being program and, and training into their clubs yeah last night we were on a call uh, and with 15 people and we did sort of 15 20 the week before so we, we, we were covering that and we've got some more of those planned so there are 60 clubs in hampshire rfu um cb so you know, we're hoping to get that out um and then i i did just before this just just did a check you know on on numbers of things so as well as the sort of 15 clubs that are signed up at, you know, which and some of those clubs are massive so there's about six thousand people in in those 15 clubs that we you know, have got access to the mindset sport website and and, and training and stuff but there's another 45 clubs on on instagram have signed up there's 130 sports clubs on twitter that are following <laughs> mindset sport and, and the stuff that i pump out yeah you know, so we've got about 250 clubs that follow us now which is absolutely <laughs> astounding when we went from eight in december so it shows that you know there's a need there is a massive need for this stuff to go out there and we've got we've got two teams in canada that we're working with we've got a team in prague there's another team in the usa you know and and we we we, we struck a deal with give a ruck as well to be 
part of their instructors team, you, because they part of their pledge is that you have to have an MHFA, a mental health first aider in your team. So we we've done a deal with them to deliver training on on their behalf as well. Um, so yeah, it's 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 gone much better than we expected <laughs> <laughs> and we've got all sorts of things in there now we've got the donator kit program we've got um community kit bag which is where we take resources that people no longer need from uh, sports so, and we've tied in with the, the rugby boot bank with that so any boots that i get in i send off to the rugby boot bank because they've got free delivery and free pickup and all sorts of things um, and then i take in any sporting equipment that's in good nick so we've got tennis rackets lacrosse sticks golf clubs all of this and i you know i'm desperately needing storage because it was all piled up mm. behind me in, in my <laughs> office before this <laughs> i can't access my gym because there's just stuff <laughs> everywhere um so yeah so and and yeah it's it's the response has been amazing and i i you know i i reckon that if if we, we're probably touching over ten thousand people now if we looked at all those teams and just said that every team put a team out yeah. yeah, if I if I asked all of those two hundred and fifty teams to put a team out of whatever sport it is they play, then you yeah, would be over ten thousand people turning up for a tournament, and that's immense considering we started with eight in December. And I'm so chuffed. You yeah, know, I didn't realise that until this morning when I actually just counted through some numbers, and it's actually taken me by surprise. And I'm really, really humbled and you yeah, dead chuffed about it. So. Does that, just, to come on does, board. does that just not show how important these conversations and this training and everything else that goes around it it is to, to sports clubs and sports players at the moment yeah and and i think i think you it's especially driven because of this shutdown lockdown and everybody not being able to see each other and they're coming out the other end and yeah, this is why sports teams have um, professional psychologists and, and bits and pieces to look after the, the players and the players' well-being. Whereas you, at grass sport, grassroots teams can't afford that. They can't afford to, you. you. You'd be lucky if you turn up on a Sunday and you've got a, um, a first aider and a physio. You well, I guess I guess else. I guess the equivalent of that is the WhatsApp group, isn't it? Whereas that's probably the only time that people really communicate. With their teammates is when you know messages get flying around in there or you know jokes and memes and dirty photographs no doubt and, yeah you know, so yeah there's, there's all that so yeah carry on no, no i was just gonna say so you know they don't you know, grassroots clubs aren't going to have that support whereas you know professional clubs can so wherever you can help in that oh i'm being moved by my one-year-old um <laughs> Wherever, yeah, I guess wherever they can help, you know, it can only be for the better. Well, yeah, and that, that's that's the plan. And uh, yeah, between all the comp all the groups out there that do it, like we said, we've got there's loose heads, there's blokes, there's tough enough to care, there's Andy's Man Gang, and there's Man Gang down in the south. All those sorts of clubs that do this sort of stuff, you, it's clearly a need. You, if oh, I if we can grow as quickly as we we've grown. Um, in what, five months to nearly 300 clubs. And uh, uh, you, I've still got the target of hitting a million people this year, which that's what I want to, uh, that's my target is to support a million people this year um, through club numbers. So if anybody isn't signed up, please do. 
Um, sorry, quick advert. But yeah, I want to no, get a million people under no, no, no. Go for it. <laughs> I want to get a million people under my belt this year, you know, through teams and and and, and support. So that's that's kind of my aim. I was going to go for fifty thousand, but I thought no, let's go for let's let's do a million. Go big, go big. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's loads of stuff going on. Like I say, we've got we we've got the donator kit program where you can buy a brand new kit for um somebody who may need one um if you don't need sporting kit because you you know as an adult you didn't use it last year or if you're a club and you didn't need your kit last year and you can still get out you can still get everybody in it um yeah maybe you could and you've got your kit budget you can you can give it to mindset sport and we'll buy a kit and donate it to a local school or sports team that are struggling this year or a new setup and we've had some kits donated to us yeah we've got loads of stuff going on it's it's i've had to i've had to i had my first employee yesterday uh announced because i, I just i can't keep up because uh, I'm, I'm still working i'm still working full-time so I, I work full-time in a day job and then i do training on the side with mindset and then i've got mindset sport so i am absolutely crazy busy um so it's yeah, it's become a labour of love, and I but I do love it, which is nice. Yeah. So, well, that, that's it's not working, is it? It's when when you love something and it's a passion, it's not it's not work, which is yeah, which is the way I look at it. So, tell us a bit more about the community kit bag. Um, what what is it? How can people get involved? And what do you need? I guess anything and everything, as long as it's in good nick. Um, so the community kit bags, yeah, it it started off as I, I as a as a boot exchange you know trying to trying to get trying to get shoes out to people that might need them so that they can explore whatever sport it is they want to they want to try um and that that's kind of where it started so you know i want to try and remove poverty as a barrier and i want to try and make it a little bit more sustainable as well so there's like the the eco side of it you all too often quite good quality stuff especially this year where people have probably bought stuff and then not used it and their yeah. kids have outgrown it or you know they've decided to retire from sports because you know they they didn't they didn't keep up the fitness so i thought well this year there's bound to be a lot of excess um so can i make use of that and i was like all right let's see if i can get sh sports shoes out to people boots out to people who want to try sport but don't necessarily want to spend the 50 60 quid on a new pair of boots or can't sure, spend yeah. 50 60 quid on a yeah. new pair of boots and then got involved with Rugby Boot Bank, who didn't realise, but they were doing exactly the same thing. So they contacted me. So we've kind of come up with a deal where I will give them anything with studs on, yeah. um, and they will look after that, and they will deal with that. And they've got they've got a great network. They've got TN, they've got TNT, so they can pick up and deliver for free. So that's okay, brilliant. brilliant. So they they can send you out or collect boots for free, and I will take mm -hmm. in boots and I you. Know, and I will pass them on to them. I've got a few pairs that I need to ship out to them at the end of this week. Are they based up They're in Scotland? Kind of. Um, Kent and Scotland. They've got okay. Max in Kent and Greg's in Scotland. So okay. um, there's two units. And, and TNT pick up and, and, and drop off and do all that sort of stuff. And that's, that's brilliant. Community Kit Bag, which was named by Andy Bishop from Mangang. Thank you, Andy, for giving me that title. I love it. Um, it's all, it's all it. the other stuff. <laughs> it's all the other stuff that you might need so i've got a pile of tennis rackets sat down there i've got a lacrosse stick sat there that somebody donated i've got three football kits full football kits that i can give out to a team that might need them one of them one of them still branded and other ones aren't branded 
Um, I've, what else have I got? Running shoes, running spikes, um, general trainers for PE. What else is there in the pile behind me? I've got kit bags. I've got rugby tops. I've got badminton rackets, cricket pads, hockey pads, all sorts of stuff. And it's in here and in, in, in another shed up, up there. Uh, so I've got loads and loads of stuff and it's brilliant. And I, and I, and I love it. But what I need is more. Oh, I need a peep and I need nominations for people who need it as well. Sure. Uh, I was going to, that was what I was just about to ask. How, if you were in need of something, how, how do they get in touch with you? And uh, yeah, so how do they, how do you get it to them? So get in touch with me currently via Instagram, Twitter, email, um, log on to the website, whatever. Just send me a private message. That's fine. Um, I will, I will, we'll pick it up. We'll look today um and this weekend we're looking at putting a form on to the website so that you can ask for it give us your address details and let us know what you need and if we don't have it we will find it we did a we did an appeal i think wednesday wasn't it somebody came to me a, a school came to me and said that they've got a lad who was running around who's got size five feet but was running around in size two trainers so i put a call out and by the end of that day i had 10 pairs of size five trainers on my doorstep brilliant. absolutely brilliant Brilliant. That's amazing. So you, and that's just from the local community, but people like happiness for egg shape, you got involved, yeah. happiness for egg shape, got involved. Rocky Clark got involved. Georgina Gully got involved. All those people start spreading the news out and it's great. And I had 10 pairs of boots on my doorstep. Um, so yeah, if you're local to me and, and I can get out, I will come out and collect. However, if not, you can post them to us. You, if, if we, currently don't have a free setup yet so you'd have to cover the cost of the postage um which is a bit of a pain but it's, a it's only the price of a pie um, isn't it? it's only the price of a pie yeah uh and and likewise if people are local to me i will go out and 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 de endeavor to deliver but if not i will send it out to them second class uh, as cheaply as possible and if they can and i if they can and are able to i'll ask them to cover the postage if not then it comes out of uh, out of the funding that we've got from our parent company um which i might go on to in a bit because <laughs> <laughs> they pay for everything <laughs> they pay for everything uh, which allows me to do mindset sport um so yeah so, so we'll we'll post it out to you and get it out to you as quickly as we can and like i say if we haven't got something you're after we have got some weird and wonderful stuff but if we haven't got what you're after there's an amazing network of people who put the shouts out and, and everything and get it over to us uh, I, like I say, within 20 minutes, I had the first call for that pair of shoes. And then I've got about 10 pairs of shoes, all size fives, ready to go, all washed. We've washed them all. They're all clean, ready to go out. Um, but there are a couple of bits we do need, you. And I've set up an so Amazon. What, what, do, what do you need? What do you need? This is this is the opportunity to get that shout out. What, what is it that you need? <laughs> what I need are things like tennis racket tape, glue for soles that might be coming loose, laces, because lots of boots turn up with broken laces the boots are in con good condition um studs so that i can restud the boots before i send them off to um, i'll do the studs don't worry i'll send you some studs sweet um, all that just that just now. those tiny little tiny little bits and pieces you know yeah. uh, washing washing tablets for the washing machine you know so that i can shove stuff through without getting told off 
because we've you know, I've used the last one or whatever it is, and, and then going, oh, I can't wash my own rugby kit now and turn up to rugby because I'm stinking. Um, yeah, because I've used the last one on a on, on a pair of trainers that I'm sending out to someone. Yeah, which yeah. So those just those little bits. I'm not after. Yeah, we don't want much, but yeah, it's just grip tapes so that we can make sure tennis rackets and badminton rackets can be held onto when they go out. Those sorts of things. Um, so there's an Amazon wish list for that uh, of stuff I can think of that I need, but I'll probably discover loads of other things as i'm going along and <laughs> i get more weird and wonderful you know, like i've got a few rackets that need to be restrung but i don't know how to do that so i'm not going to do that you know and i wouldn't know how to repair a lacrosse stick if you know, if it was literally smashed into my face um i wouldn't have a clue so the old-fashioned sports shops to get involved as well to offer their services for for reduced or you know or nothing right to help, that you know, to help with to help with the intricate things like uh, you know, strapping a lacrosse stick and, and restringing a tennis racket, things that you know people can't necessarily do by themselves. Like so we need the old fashioned no the old fashioned sports shops, which are, are few and far between these days. But it's a great yeah, it's a it'd be a great thing to be part of. Um, so you know, shout out to all the all the old uh, old fashioned sports shops. I know, yeah, there's a few there's a few where I am which are just incredible i'd rather yeah. shop there and get my stuff from there than a than a sports direct or or yeah, anything else like that yeah so so if you if you are in the mood for not selling a brand new tennis racket and you want to help me restring an old one to give to someone please let me know <laughs> but yeah no those sorts of those sorts of those that that sort of help would be amazing you know and if that you know it's just it's just making sure that i can get these things out in as good a condition as i as i can because you know there is a there is some snobbery around sports gear you know there is all of that sort of stuff so i don't want to send especially out, in the playground but, i've always found that in the play, even when i was younger which was wasn't that long ago i guess but uh, well i like to think anyway um that was yeah there's always a snobbery around trainers and football boots and you know people yeah. outspending themselves but if there's an opportunity to get you know just some good equipment for that you know, for next to nothing you know the yeah. price of a price of a postage stamp then then hopefully the stick that sort of stuff goes away yeah and people, that's the point. people are using food you know for better or for worse people are using food banks so why not use you know the kit bank to to you know get get your kid or yourself active whereas you, know, you might not be able to afford to to buy a 50 pound pair of football boots or 100 pound pair of football yeah. boots and 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 it's also you know, people can try sports out with it definitely yeah because if if you know, you don't want to go and spend 50 quid on a pair of football boots and then another couple of quid on a pair of studs and maybe looking at getting headgear and, and stuff like that because to try it to try rugby and a mouth, you know, not I'm not dishing out secondhand mouth guards, don't worry about that. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. you want to go and try rugby just to try it's going to cost you at least 50 quid probably. Whereas you can ask me, I can send we all the rugby boot bag, we can send you some bits, you can go along to your local rugby club, try it out, and if it's not for you. Just send it back, yeah. and I can find it. Or home. pass it on. Do you don't... Pass it on to another kid down there that pass we all it on need. To another... Yeah, yeah. So that's the idea as well. It's it's so that people can try and get the benefits 
try loads of different sports out you know, and, and then get the benefits to your physical health as well as your mental health because you know, rugby is 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 my key outlet for my mental health and and, and without it i really last year i really struggled um, but now i'm back and i've had two training sessions hello uh, I've got two. Tra- I've had two training sessions under my belt. I'm feeling much better already. So, so let's talk. Um, let's so, talk rugby then. Let's talk rugby then. Yeah. How has How has the first couple of weeks been? Painful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 45 now, and it hurts more and more. I think you know. You know, normally the pain lasts two days, maybe three days. Oh yeah. After the first training session, you know, I I I, I couldn't walk properly for nearly a week. I was, yeah, you know, I'd forgotten that, you know, I've been out jogging, I've used the gym, but there are bits of me I completely forgotten existed that <laughs> hurt. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, but no, it's, I, I've loved getting out there. It's, I love having a run around again and getting back into it and, you know, enjoying it. And Good numbers it's just of training. A shame amazing numbers at training. We've had some, you know, it's almost like we've never stopped. We've never been away. We're, mm sort of you know we're sort of 30 turning up each training session on, on, a, on a tuesday and a, a thursday um and then the touch sessions on a wednesday as well which i haven't been along to because i've been working every evening but yeah it's so and they're great and the great sessions we've had some great input and we've had some great feedback and you know i i've stepped aside as second team lead whatever it is i I was given the title of last year that didn't happen but i have a fully (laughs) undefeated season under my belt so that's brilliant (laughs) so i'm going to retire with that um because i'm just too busy to do it at the moment so somebody else is going to take that mantle on as 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 the second team organizer i guess is the is the word we're not coach because dan does all the coaching up there but yeah it's 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 i've really really loved being back and it's a shame i'm always too busy at times to get up there twice a week and run around although i don't think my body would cope with me being (laughs) twice a week running around so i I almost need to force myself to do it though so that come next season i've got some resilience to being stood on and stamped on and twisted and all that sort of stuff but we we were really lucky we had a coach up we had a referee up the other day who was teaching us about the new um ruck, rucking laws and you know, and, and stuff to try and get us to not hurt ourselves and hurt others you know and, and all the head contact stuff so that was really interesting because it's really big on that at the moment brilliant so, so that was uh, a good lesson one you're trying to fight me now um so uh yeah i don't want to take up too much more of your time matt it's uh it's been absolutely brilliant to chat to you um uh, but the one thing that we do ask everybody at the end of the show is for for one hope and one fear uh for for the sport or for the club or for or, or for yourself over the next 12 months so, so i guess my hope for i guess for my i've got to go with mindset sport i've got to go for the hope of reaching a million reaching out to a million people this year i've got to go for that you know, it would be amazing if I had enough clubs signed up following um, to reach a million people. There's 15 and a half million people out there who play grassroots sports clubs. So I'm barely making a dent in it. But if I could hit a million, that would be amazing. Fears are, I guess, that we have another wave and and, and that sport itself can't go, can't go ahead. We have, you know, again, and therefore we start losing clubs. 
because financially they just can't stay afloat. No. So that's you know, as as a sport and, and across the board, that I guess is my worry. Is that you? Know, if we have another wave and we get another lockdown, um, then we're going to start losing clubs because they're just they're not financially viable when they're closed and they've got all those overheads and stuff. So that's my kind of fear. And then we lose that connection with our community and and, and and that group of friends that as we say as you said earlier on you know outside of work and and and, and your four walls that you know they're the people you talk to they're, yeah. they're your best mates they're the guys you, you can open up to so if we have a, a another session i think you know, we we could end up with lots of clubs and lots of grounds going under where we don't have that support on those facilities which would be a massive shame it would um, be a massive but, shame that's yeah. a shame. So those, let's let's hopefully this not get to that. It won't get to that. Um, <laughs> because I don't think it happened. It didn't happen as much as actually I think people thought it might do first time round, which is which is incredible. Yeah. And it just actually hats off to the RFU and I don't, I don't know about Scotland and, uh, and Wales too much, but you know the RFU were there to to support. And this isn't you know I'm not not paid by the RFU, so this is. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to, if they want to, then they're cool. But yeah, I don't think I don't think as many clubs or the only club I, I only I only know of one that went out of business, and it was wow. based in Cork. Yeah, based down in Cornwall. So so you know, if 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 if, if they managed it to get it, keep it as low as possible, I think they, they, everyone did sort of a really good job, yeah. and everyone should be sort of proud of the work that they put in over the last twelve months to keep everyone engaged and involved and afloat and yeah hopefully sort of talking to each other and with each other as much as as much as possible uh, yeah and, and keeping keeping the clubs together and keeping the teams together like it's really important you I, I you know, it was almost like never being away when i went back yeah or when we went back this this, this a couple of weeks ago and that's great it's great fun we're just back into it and and i think that communities will miss the structure whichever whichever sport it is whether it be cricket athletics football netball hockey whatever it is those are key parts of of, of friendships and relationship buildings and keeping people's mental health good uh, during these pandemics and 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 those connections are what's needed definitely and that seems like a perfect sentence to to end on um matt Let's just remind people where they can find uh, more about Mindset Mental Health. So Mindset Mental Health um, runs is on the internet. You can find me on Twitter, um, Instagram. There we go. There I am. Uh, that's a nice short version. So that's Mindset Sport. And then obviously attached to that is Mindset, which is the parent company, which does um, corporate training um, for, for mental health and funds. Uh, so if you are in the, if you are, in the in the business of looking for somebody to fund to do mental health training and and, and stuff in your business they uh, it would be appreciated if you could look at mindset um because they fund mindset sport um and that's our only that's our only set of funding that we come through so associated with that is the training company but yeah you can jump on there we're on twitter we're on instagram we're on facebook we are on um linkedin i haven't worked out how to get myself on tiktok yet because i don't <laughs> think people want to see me doing silly dances and then talking about <laughs> mental health um and you can jump on our website sign up you'll get newsletters you get information you get blogs you've got all the free resource signposting resourcing access on there that's the end of my advert thank you <laughs> <laughs> well uh, uh yeah it's been really great to chat to you and 
and we will chat no doubt down the line um Brilliant. and now here, now here comes my advert rugby store of 10 percent off if you go rugby store especially that new 105 pound canterbury shirt you can get it for <laughs> 90 quid <laughs> uh use the promo code fyb pod at the checkout and uh yeah go and get yourself 10 percent off and we'll uh, we'll get some studs sorted out for you as well thank you mate all right forgot anybody who watches this video and uses the code fyb uh 10 on training courses that i run um can get a 10 percent discount on any ah, training there you go why would you not sign up why would you not sign up 10 percent off f they go to mindset sport here's the website again put in the code fyb10 and then uh you can get 10 percent off your training courses we'll get all the information out of that into into the descriptions and uh into the video links and everything uh so you know where to you know where to find all the information right Thank you very much for watching, listening, and uh, take care. We look forward to uh, seeing you again soon. Cheers. Huge thanks to Matt for joining me. And don't forget, as we mentioned in the pod, if you go to bit.ly slash mindset sport, you can find out all the information on mindset sport. And if you use the promo code FYB10, you'll be able to get 10% off booking your course. And we must thank Rugby Store for once again supporting our show. Visit rugbystore.co.uk and use the promo code FYBPOD at the checkout for 10% off your order. My name's Sean Phelan and you've been listening to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable.